Welcome to 52 Weeks of Hustle. I'm Travis Apple, and I'll be your host of this podcast. After spending my entire career in the sports sales industry, I wanted the opportunity to give back, to give back to those individuals that want to get in this business, or for those individuals that are in this business that want to continue to excel at an elite level. For those of you who know me, hustle has always been important, hence the name. This podcast is presented by General Sports Worldwide and The Clubhouse. GSW is certainly picking up steam in search, recruiting, training, and consulting. The Clubhouse is a career development platform consisting of monthly webinars, in-depth training vault, job board, mentorship platform, blogs, and a focus on mental health. Be sure to sign up for a free membership at theclubhousecareers.com. In addition, thanks for everyone that has supported the book, Hustle Your Way to Success in Sports Sales. For season three, I'm going to have the privilege of sitting down with industry experts to discuss their career path, three key topics that are current in the industry, three hustle hot seat questions, Three pieces of advice, all under 24 minutes. Now on to our guests this week. In the sports and entertainment world, we often talk about the need to overcome obstacles and no matter what role you are in to be successful. I can't think of a better guest that has overcome an obstacle his entire life and has used the experience to inspire and motivate others. I'm excited to have Jake Olson, co-founder and president of Engage. Jake, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Jake, very excited to talk about your career and your life, and, and I'm excited for season three and diving into careers of successful individuals in a variety of verticals. And so first, you and the co-founder and president of Engage. So just give a, a quick glimpse of an elevator pitch of what Engage is. Sure. Um, Engage is a digital platform. Um that we've democratized and kind of digitized the process of booking talent. So um, anywhere from a speech to an appearance um, to kind of, um, you know, helping NIL kids in college uh, book deals, pretty much anything that can be booked. We've created a digital platform where that process becomes a lot more efficient. Um, it's all digital, digital. And, um, you know, it becomes a lot more in the, in the hands of uh, power in the hands, both of the, booker and the individual being booked so um you know we we started with obviously our wheelhouse and kind of uh, where we knew the most uh, talent which is you know in the athletic world um, with you know especially ex-pro athletes but have expanded to over 3,500 different talent um given our uh, our kind of agency partners and whatnot it spans through any industry you could probably think of there's probably some someone on our platform that's uh that we we can kind of offer you to to be booked out that's awesome and you know and i'm sure you know and, and i know that you spend a lot of time in, in speaking engagements as well but you know walk the listeners and there might not be that common day but what's a kind of day-to-day -day, and as you sit there as the, the co-founder and president what's kind of your, your main day-to-day -day roles yeah so my kind of role of the company is to kind of have more of the thirty thousand. Uh, foot view on kind of how we're operating. Um, obviously, helping out my CEO as much as I can, Daniel Hennis, and then um, just making sure obviously every, everything's running smoothly from from a employee standpoint, and just things are getting done. But like I said, really making introductions, helping kind of uh, create bridges to, especially in the beginning, you know, different agencies and talent, and kind of giving us credibility. Um, but really, it is just moving this thing forward um especially when it comes to you know the the moving parts of the industry we, we are in you know especially given um last year with an il and that was you know a huge opportunity for us but you know a, a very evolving market where um you know definitely relied on on my expertise and kind of my um experience while being a 
college athlete and actually still able to do deals as one of very few people that was actually able to do that. So we kind of came up with a leg up on that. And um, it was really, really kind of cool that we, we could pitch that to, um, you know, this new talent pool. So for me, really, it's just bringing my experience, uh, my connections, and um, just making sure that this company is, is being run in a, in a way that we created it for, which is honest, earnest, and, um, you know, efficient, <laughs> nothing yeah. else. The best way to put it. Well, Jake, kind of going back to the beginning, you lost your sight in your left eye before the age of one. And for the next 12 years, you battled cancer in your right eye eight times. You were able to beat it seven times. Then it came back and there was really nothing you could do. And so we talk a lot about in that sports industry, the value of mental health. And so as you think back, how did you manage through some of those tough times, even at an early age? Um, yeah, I mean, my faith played a big role in obviously me keeping, um, you know, uh, a positive attitude and just purpose in, in the struggle and, and through the struggle of obviously battling cancer. Um, my friends and family had a huge role in that, um, you know, giving me love and, and support where um, I needed it, you know, not being alone in those in those difficult times. Um, and then obviously just this, you know, we could probably talk a whole podcast on, you know, you're born with this or if it's developed or maybe a little bit of both depending on who you are, but, um, you know, just kind of having that fighting attitude, um, that fighting spirit of, of not letting your, your circumstances and your situations determine, um, you know, your success or your attitude, but rather kind of framing that yourself and then letting that kind of, um, change your circumstances and situation. Um, so almost kind of flipping, flipping the script in that way. And, um, so, you know, just, every time that cancer would return, you know, just kind of having that mindset of, you know, okay, we're going to get through it um, one way or another. And then obviously, you know, the biggest blow was, you know, losing my eyesight, but um, you know, not to say there obviously wasn't a lot of difficult times and all that, but again, kind of took the mindset pretty immediately that I was going to um, take this attitude that, you know, it wasn't going to stop me in life. And uh, I didn't know what that really meant, but um, yeah, I knew I loved sports. I knew I loved being a kid and having fun. And so, um, definitely made the purposeful decision that you know, blindness wasn't going to rob me of those things. Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, Jake, as I was prepping for this podcast here on 52 weeks of hustle, I read one of your posts and you talked about originally you viewed going blind as one of your biggest setbacks, but then it ended up being your biggest setup. And mm-hmm. why do you feel that way? Um, well, you know, I, I talk a lot about uh, when I when I do motivationally speak about kind of first viewing your your adversity and, and the way you view your circumstances and, and seeing that in, in every setback there's a setup waiting to happen and it's kind of a self fulfilling prophecy, right? That if you if you treat that setback as permanent and immovable, that it will be a setback in your life and that's probably what it will remain as. But if you treat it as something that can be a setup, um, that's what it will also become. So blindness obviously presented a lot of setbacks. It was a setback itself, but it set my life up for amazing opportunities. Um, you know, I was able to meet incredible people, incredible relationships. Um, it allowed me to build out my personality and my characteristics that helped me be successful in school. And now obviously through sports and in, in business. Um, but I mean, it's, it set my life up. I cannot imagine what my life would li- be like if, you know, I, I didn't go through the things that I went through as a kid and I never went blind. You know, I mean, you could erase pretty much 
everything that we're talking about today of, of you know, <laughs> going to USC, being the first completely blind football player and um, meeting any of the, the business partners I have. I mean, everything was would probably be different. You know, I, it's right. kind of scary to think where I would be. Yeah, no, absolutely. And as our listeners may be out there struggling, whether it be personally or professionally for, for a variety of reasons and their own reasons, what's your advice to just keep going and find ways to overcome some of the obstacles that may come up? Yeah, well, I mean, I think you 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 first find you know what you're what you're passionate about, what you love, um, what what gives you purpose in this life and makes you feel fulfilled. I mean, that's that's really where I started, right? You know, okay, uh, I'm going through these these hard times, these setbacks, these, this adversity is going to disrupt a lot in my life, but what do I want to continue to do? What do I want to find a way to do? Um, you know, my personal definition of, of um, perseverance and kind of resilience is if there's a will, there's a way. And I think a lot of people unfortunately kind of forfeit that, that having that will when they can't see the way, you know, they have no idea what the way is. And it's like, you, you don't know the way many times, most of the time you will, right. you won't know the way when you're going through that adversity, but you can still determine to have that will. Um, and if you choose to have that will, then you will find that way. Um, and a lot of times it's, it's not by yourself and it doesn't have to be by yourself, which is one of the more beautiful things about life is that we can do it together and, and building that support system around you, showing those people around you again, back to what your love and what you are passionate about. Um, you know, it's contagious and that's really kind of the, the uh, order of operations that happened for me. Okay. You know, I want to play golf. I want to play football. That passion of mine, I shared with others. Sure enough. Um, shared that with my dad and my teammates and they said hey you know you you want to play football you want to play golf you want to get straight A's with my teachers let's find a way to do that with you then and um, that's what they did no absolutely and Jake you know we talk a lot about in this space kind of the value of mentorship and following successful people and surrounding yourself with great people early on you had the ability to meet Pete Carroll and, and attend a USC Trojans practice. And so how did being around coach Carroll help remind you that nothing was impossible? And if you have a will, there is a way. Yeah. Well, I mean, coach Carroll's uh, mindset of winning forever and, you know, uh, always competing um, really resonated with me. You know, coach Carroll's right-hand man, Ben Malcolmson um, for many years kind of put it, best when he's like you know coach carol and jake are like the same person just 50 years apart <laughs> <laughs> and um and there i think there's some truth to that and just our, our positivity and our mindset that yeah i mean there is something to be said about finding a way to compete right like uh, my definition of there's a will there's a way I mean, his is like always competing right you know he in any situation he's competing um he may not know exactly what he's competing for or what he's competing with or um you know all those I'm, I'm going to get through this. I might not know how, I might not know why or where it's going to lead, but um, that doesn't matter because I'm, I'm still coming with that mindset that I'm, I'm going to, you know, compete and have this will to, to overcome this adversity. And when you do that, um, you know, I, I truthfully believe in all of us um, we're born with that, that fighting spirit. And, and we do have that innate will in us to, to overcome, obviously, you know, we're, 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 uh, creatures in this, in this natural <laughs> world like everyone else where, where we adapt and we have survived and we're going to continue to do that and so we, we have you know however many millions of years in us of doing that so it's in you and when people do tap that into that mindset i think sometimes they shock themselves of how just how far they can overcome adversity and, and how well they can come out on the other side 
And I think mentality and mindset are so important in no matter what decision you make. And, and I'm glad you brought that up from an advice standpoint is, yeah, there's going to be some tough times, but you've got to understand the, the value of your own mindset, mentality, and how to dominate your day and the task at hand. And so you're going along those lines and dominating that. You, Jake, in high school, you found your way back to the football field as you discovered that the position of long snapping and you end up starting for your high school team and, and go on to, to play in college. Why was it so important for you to get back to something you love, even through some of those tough times? Well, I mean, it was a promise I made myself, you know, like I, I kind of alluded to um, coming home from the hospital after losing my eyesight. You know, I was, it was something I, I wanted to make sure that I didn't um, let blindness stop me from enjoying the things I loved and, and just being a normal kid. Um, I always grew up loving football, um, you know, growing up, up in Southern California around the USC Trojans and that kind of golden Pete Carroll era. Um, it was kind of hard not to just fall in love with, with football and on um, the USC Trojans. And so um, I remember kind of being halfway through high school realizing oh my goodness you know I, I've I've not played my freshman sophomore year this game I love for the sole reason that I couldn't see right I just I just thought and let other people tell me that you know blind people can't play football there's no place out there for you you know and just something you you, you shouldn't do you're gonna get hurt yada 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 and um and I listened to them I listened kind of to those voices in my head too and again came to my senses halfway through high school and thinking, man, I, I'm going to graduate high school and have the rest of my life to think back on high school, wishing I played football. Yeah. <laughs> and I did not want to do that. Um, I wanted to um, keep good on my promise, which was that, you know, blindness was not going to rob me of doing the things that I loved. And so, you know, I wasn't, you know, going to be unrealistic or sugarcoat things. I realized, you know, like, yeah, I'm not going to go be the starting quarterback or the starting receiver. Um, I, you know, I really did want to find a way where I could contribute or compete um, and just be, you know, a, truthfully part of the team. Um, and that kind of came about uh, when a couple of my t uh, friends who are on the team said, hey, you know, there is this long snapping position. Um, it's consistent and, you know, a, it's muscle memory. Um, it's kind of protected by the rules. You know, you don't have like all these blocking assignments where you got to see to see to do all that. Um, so. You know, it's it's something that is is possible, um, and so spent obviously the whole summer going to my junior year working my butt off uh, to learn the the skill and art of long snapping. But yeah, I mean, it just it really was just a a very clear example of knowing my my again my loves in life, my passions in life, but also um, a clear example of not letting people kind of dictate. And tell you what you can or cannot be doing or should or should not be doing. You know, we live in a world, a society that loves to tell people what they what they can or cannot do, given, um, you know, unfortunately, sometimes the color of your skin or the gender you are, or, you know, uh, all the above. And, you know, it's uh, you can listen to those people or you can kind of, again, look inside yourself and believe that, yeah, no, I, I have the talent, I have the ability, I have the, the intelligence, I have the you know, support system around me. I have whatever, you know, these intangibles inside yourself to, to say, you know, I, I can go do this. So let me, let me go find a way to do it and improve all these guys. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Again, we're here on 52 Weeks of Hustle. The guest today, Jake Olson, co-founder and president of Engage. And Jake, let's get into to three hot topics for this conversation. And, and question one, you go on to play college football. You become the first blind college football player ever when you snapped in USC's game against Western Michigan on September 2nd, 2017. How memorable was that experience for you? <laughs> was, I mean, it was obviously uh, something I I uh, will always look back on and, and smile no matter <laughs> what mood I am in. You bring that up, I'm going to smile. Um, but it just was, it was truthfully just so special in the fact that um, it, one, I obviously worked my tail off to get there. And, um, but two, you know, I think, think what really made that moment as, as special as it was, was ESPN did the first story on me when I was 12 years old, you know, when I was going blind and um, had that opportunity to kind of be that, you know, honorary member um, with the USC Trojans. And, you know, that, that video kind of went viral. And so, you know, especially USC fans and college football fans um, learned my name kind of were, were supporting me, rooting for me, loving me up. Um, and then a couple of years went by, then they did another piece when I went to high schools. And then everyone's like, oh, I remember him. You know, that's really cool. He's playing high school. And then sure enough, they did another piece when I joined USC. And so everyone's like, oh, my gosh, now he's on USC. You know, this is so cool. So they're following me. You know, yep. like here's this kid that we rooted for at 12. And now we're following him all through kind of high school and now into college as he's, you know, kind of uh, – proven everybody you know what he could do and everything and then sure enough that moment hits and i just think everyone felt a part of it because of that like everyone especially in that stadium you know usc you know nation obviously was is the closest but i mean like just people in the sports world and just kind of who had been following me like everyone felt a part of that because yeah. you know they, they were they were room for me then you know it was like they had a rooting interest for going on eight years now right so, yeah they've been um, a part of that journey Exactly. So that's why I think it just was really special and really left a, a mark on people. Um, you know, I, I have so many people come up to me and say, oh, my gosh, you know, I've been following you since you were 12. You little you know, kid at USC. So, like, I just I just really think there, there was a that that part of it. It was unique um, to my story, just given how it was, you know, um, broadcasted by you know ESPN throughout all those years. And I think that's what truly made it special. It was more than just, you know. Um, this moment of, you know, obviously this, this kid overcoming adversity going out there. I mean, we, we all love that when it happens in sports. I mean, we, we all love that and we see that a lot, but I think what truly makes this story unique and special in, in a, uh, in another realm was just the involvement from, from everyone for so many years. No, absolutely. Certainly long lasting memories for a lot of people. And, and Jay question two, you're certainly very passionate about helping others. And you've authored two books and even established your own foundation, Out of Sight Faith, which provides technology to blind school children. And so why is it so important for you to always give back? Well, I mean, like uh, you kind of have heard me speak about, you know, I 
talked about how important like a support system is. You know, if it was my family and friends during my battle with cancer, if it was after losing my eyesight, like bringing my passions and um, my desires to my my dad or my teammates saying, you know, I want to do these things and then, you know, jumping on, on the wagon really quickly and say, okay, let's find a way with you. Uh, we believe in you. Like that, that just meant so much to me. And obviously it's one of the main reasons why I'm, I'm here talking about this stuff. So to know that I could play a role like that in someone else's life, um, and, and, and really know the impact that impact that that can make on someone and has made on someone, um, I think is, is really special. And so that's, that's why I put an emphasis on, on that and kind of try to spread that web as far as I can so that, you know, either it's in a small way or, or a really, really big way, you know, like some, some people have been to me, um, you know, I just think that's, uh, that's just as special and, and a success story as when you do it, you know, when, you, when you're the, the uh, topic on a uh, focus rather than, you know, being kind of the, the background supporter, you know, both, both those roles are, are just as, um, you know, just they have pride in both those just as much. And finally, question three, you graduate from USC with a degree in business. And however, business started way before that degree and, and before you graduated, as you and your roommate, Daniel Hennis, who you mentioned, came up with an idea of, of Engage, which is that web-based platform to disrupt and digitalize uh, and digitize the, the process of booking anything from a speech to a once-in-a-lifetime once experience. And you know, many of our listeners may be in college or just recently out of college, and they probably think, like I was just trying to find a way to get through school, let alone get through school, play football, and then also start your own business. So what motivated you as a college student to start your own business and get right into it so early on? It was really just our experience. You know, so Daniel um, was my random freshman, like sweet man, like you said, and then uh, ended up four of us out of the, that first eight person suite my freshman year decided to you know live together for the next three years of college. And Daniel was part of that four. Um, and so he kind of became my right hand man of, of, um, handling all the re speaking requests that would come in. You know, I'd been speaking after that first ESPN came out when I was 12. So I've been speaking for, you know, a uh, good five, six, seven years in when I was in college and we still had requests coming in. And then obviously when I became more popular in college, you know, those requests kind of amped up and, um, Daniel really kind of through connections and networking with me picked up a couple other clients and really he was just this you know 20 year old kid who all of a sudden had some clients underneath them of, of trying to manage them and manage these requests coming in and it just was the most inefficient process he had ever seen <laughs> given we're in the 21st century and you know he's doing everything else online and all this stuff and um so we we looked for a platform you know is, is there is there like a really easy way where we could just tell people to kind of go to and submit requests and know exactly where to find you and yada, yada, yada. And no, there wasn't, there was literally like nothing out there that represented um, what we were looking at, uh, what we wanted. And so we decided to build it ourselves. And um, that's kind of how the idea came about. And that's kind of how we pitched it at first. And it's, you know, become much more than we ever dreamed of. Um, yeah. But really just stemmed from us having a problem. And Daniel having a problem and, and wanting to to find as as the good millennials or Gen Z. I don't, I, I'm so confused on which one we are. I think we're like <laughs> around that line. But um, but as as good Gen Z people we are, we wanted to bring technology to this antiquated, inefficient process. But you guys have certainly crushed it and continue to crush it. And, and hopefully, all the listeners will go check it out. And if there's obviously any opportunities for them to to bring on public speaking or that once in a lifetime experience, you know, certainly check it out and engage and. 
Jake, ton of great advice. Really fun to hear about your journey, both both personally and professionally. And so to like to, to close out, I'd like to put our guests on the hustle hot seat. So you ready for this? I'm ready. All right. So if you were to head to a dinner and you could invite one person to come, <laughs> come to dinner with, who are you inviting? Who am I inviting? Um, that is that is a great question. I've had different answers over the years. Um, today, if I had to get go to dinner with one person, um, man, it's such probably right now. Just given it's baseball season, and he's my favorite baseball player, is probably Aaron Judge. Okay, nice. If you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Pizza for sure. Pizza. Um, I'm, I'm, I am, I don't know if this is going to ruin the whole interview. Um, because I know this is a top out hot topic. I am a pineapple on pizza guy. All right. I like it. I I'm always a big fan of that as well, but yeah, it is. It's hit or miss with audiences, right? <laughs> it is. And then, you know, finally, and this is a, a little bit of similar to the dinner, but you know, there's a lot of times there's different answers. If you hosted a talk show, who would you love to invite as your first guest? <laughs> um, I would honestly, I would love to try to think just like of a, a really, honestly, actually, I'll, I'll say this, I'll say this. Um, I would have loved if I had a, a talk show to invite Neil Armstrong, I, I, I really would have loved to, to ask about the moon and everything about the landing and really hammered those questions, you know, make, make sure it was real and everything. <laughs> yeah. If this is legit. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I love it. Well, Jake, to close it out, what are three key takeaways you would give every listener to be in your shoes one day? Um, again, really ask yourself what you're passionate, what you love. Um, you know, I, I really think, you know, if you, if you haven't done that in life, you just kind of live in life, just, you know, going through the motions. I think that's a, a great way to kind of get you out of that, um, that mode, which is just, Hey, what, what do I love? What am I passionate about? And, and fill your time up, you know, the majority of your time with those things. Um, again, we kind of talked about, you know, if there's a will, there's a way understanding that if, um, you know, if you don't know that way, you know, if you, if you can't even imagine the way it's okay, you don't need to know that uh, in order to have the will, but just focus on that will first. And I promise you, you will find that way. Uh, and then the third thing is just, you know, um, show and, and receive love. You know, I, I really think that there's people around you that want to help you. Um, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to be vulnerable in that way. Um, and then, you know, who can you be, um, that for someone else and uh you, you'd be amazed at you know just how meaningful that is in life when you especially when you look back and just you know successes and, and accomplishments and accolades are are one thing for sure but um obviously people really <laughs> think back and, and care about people they met that the relationships they made uh, and the impact they've had on other people Awesome. Great advice. And, and Jake, thank you so much. You've certainly had a, a great career, great journey. Pleasure talking to you. I certainly appreciate your time and your expertise. Thank you and fight on. Again, this is Travis Apple. Thank you for listening to 52 Weeks of Hustle. Please be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We'll be back next week with another industry leader. Have a great week. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? 
Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.